Good evening. We're expecting light snow tonight, and this is quietly yours. Tonight, we'll meet five friends, who once were six. Secrets hang in the air, a killer walks among them, and there's something outside. This is Last Christmas. This year's Christmas episodes are some of our most ambitious yet, and we'd love to make more of these bigger, more cinematic stories. So if you like what you hear, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash quietlyyours. You can sign up from as little as a dollar a month, and you can get bonus content and other rewards. But most importantly, you'll be helping the show grow. If you're an Apple Podcasts user, you can also support the show by subscribing to our channel, where you'll also get all of our bonus content. And if you're not able to support us financially, that's fine. You can also help us out massively by sharing the show with your friends, family, and local postal worker. And now, let's dive in to Last Christmas. It's even colder than last year. Oh, tell me about it. Freezing. Well, close the door then. Or do you want the rest of us to freeze with you? I thought we were getting a different cabin. It is a different cabin. A lot of them just look the same. They're all made from the same floor plan, so there's only two or three different layouts. Saves money, I suppose. It looks just the same. Yeah, it's not ideal. But it's not the same cabin, I made sure of that. I figured none of us would... Well, you know... We don't need a reminder. Isn't that the point, though? To remember? Well, yeah, but it doesn't have to be exactly the same. We're here to remember respectfully, not to... Not to have too much of a fun time, but not to have too much of a depressing time, either. Somewhere in between. Mark, stop being a dick. Come on, let's go and check out the rooms. If they're the same as last year, then there's a lovely big one with an ensuite with my name written all over it. She's right. Um, I want to get settled in before we do anything else. Here, let me help you. Well, why are you doing that? I think I'm going to start off the night right and help myself to a drink. Anyone fancy one? Andy? Hmm? Oh, a drink. Uh, what time is it? What does it matter? It's Christmas! Fair point. Oh, go on then. Just a small one. Kathy's right. This place is... I don't know. Kind of creepy. Yeah... I know what you mean. But it's all psychological. Gotta power through. Yeah, you're probably right. If we're gonna sit and mope all night, what was the point in coming? Exactly. Look, I know it's not the kind of circumstance we all hoped for, but it's what we've got. And as long as we're here, we might as well enjoy Christmas the best we can. Right. Here. Thanks. So, in the name of having fun, to George. To all the fun he had, to all the fun he could have had, and to all the fun we're about to have in his name. To George. It's exactly as I remember. That's it. Absolute heaven. Oh, you've started without me. We were just toasting. Yeah, to George. To all the fun he didn't have and 
all the fun he tried to... He was braver than he felt. Something about fun in his name. Smarter than he thought. No, I don't know. Stronger than he seemed. Will you shut up? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to go find my room too. Have Michael and Kathy found theirs? They're both being very quiet. Yeah, I wouldn't read too much into it. I think this whole thing is just a lot harder on them than it is on the rest of us. After all, they did know him best. Hey, I knew him the longest. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I met him way before you guys. Michael is literally his brother. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you have a point there. I guess I'm left with the smallest room then. <laughs> Should have been faster. Hey, do you know what the plan is for dinner? I don't think anyone's decided. Alright then. Well, move aside. Let me see what we've got and I'll throw something together. Do you want another drink? Oh, please. Well, I call that a success. Yeah, it was amazing. Thank you, Shirley. No need for that. I'll settle for another drink, though. Anyone else? I'm good. Same. Mark? Yeah. Go on, then. If we keep going at this rate, we're all going to be too hungover in the morning. Or worse, we could be still drunk. Imagine trying to go down those slopes after a few sherries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too worried about that. I know when to stop. I don't. Well, it's your funeral. Right. Uh, Shirley, here you go. Mark. Thanks. Oh, God, I'm shattered. You and me both. What time are we on anyway? It's about half eight. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm old. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. What on earth are you doing? I'm checking the games cupboard. See what they've left us. Oh god, isn't that just about the last thing we need? I think it sounds like it could be fun. Hmm. A little healthy competition never killed anyone. So, what do we have? We have... Twister? Oh no. no. <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos? Probably not. What's that thing? You know, the one with the thing in the middle that pops. Do you have anything good? Hmm, not really, no. I can do snakes and ladders. What are we, five? <gasps> How about this? You get snake, you drink. Oh yeah? And what if you get a ladder? You choose someone else to drink. Ooh, now that'd be fun. <laughs> well, I'm in. Me too. Michael, coffee? Are you too old to keep up with the youngsters? <laughs> Very funny. All right, go on then. <sighs> yeah, go on, why not? So many drinks. Muscle memory, no brain involved. Guys, look, it's after midnight. Merry Christmas. Shall we toast? I don't think that's a good idea, do you? I don't see why not. Mark. What? Don't be a dick. If it's Christmas, that means it's the anniversary too. So? So? I, I thought that was the whole point, wasn't it? Yeah, but that doesn't mean we have to celebrate it like we're happy. Well, I'm happy. Good for you. What I mean is, if George was here, I don't think he'd want us sat around looking so morose, do you? We all agreed to this. We all agreed to be here in a nice way to honour him. To come here, to have fun, in spite of the circumstances. But now that we're all here, suddenly no one's out fun. 
Yes, well, I think it's become clear this whole thing was a mistake. Oh, come on, Cafe, don't be such a grudge. Eh? I think it means Grinch. You know what I'm saying? You all know what I'm saying. And I don't know why you're all looking at me like that. Because there's such a thing as tact. Yeah, well, I was always missing that. I think I'm going to go to bed. Oh, come on. Nice one. I don't know why everyone's getting so mad at me. It's like I'm the one that's ruined Christmas. I'm not the one who's died. Ow! What did you say that for? What? All of it. Well, I think it's probably time we all headed to bed. I haven't finished my drink. A buzzkill, Shirley. I think I'm done for the night. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I guess so. See all the trouble you're causing? Even now. Who is it? It's me. Just thought I'd come and check on you. See how you are. You seem a little upset out there. Not that I can blame you. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to ignore it. Not let it get under my skin. Easier said than done, though. And I think you were probably right. About what? About this being a bad idea. Oh, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's still a nice idea, I guess. And, and it's not like I didn't think it would be hard when we actually got here. I guess I just didn't expect it to be this hard. And I don't mean to fight with anyone. I, I don't want that. I'm just on edge, that's all. This cabin, the people... It brings back memories, and I can't relax. You had every right to be mad, though. Mark's being a complete... <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to say it on Christmas. Yeah. I guess it's different for him, though. I don't think he and George really knew each other all that well. Not anymore, anyway. Not like you or I knew him. So maybe it makes sense that his grief comes out differently. You think that's what that was? Grief? I don't know. Either way, I'm sure some sleep will help. <laughs> Maybe we'll all feel better in the morning. Yeah, I hope so. See you tomorrow. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Hi, just me. Hi. I just wanted to apologise. For what? Well, I think I was a bit harsh on you earlier. You weren't the one overreacting. Oh, come on. It's hardly fair to call it overreaction. You don't think so? Mark, you're expecting too much from her. It's the anniversary of her boyfriend's death. She's obviously not going to be thinking with a completely clear head. You need to cut her some slack. We can't deal with it as... As what? As coldly as you. Oh, that's how I'm dealing with it, am I? Well... Never mind. No, go on. Well, you don't really seem to be dealing with it at all. No. I guess I'm not. But then, why should I? Mark, he was your oldest friend. I barely knew him. We've spoken a handful of times over the past ten years. And when I saw him last year, I think it might have been the first time I'd seen him in, like, three or four years. And to be honest, I don't even know why I was invited. Well, clearly you meant something to him. He must have meant something to you as well. <laughs> Not really. 
at all. It's no great loss to me, to be honest. You don't mean that. And anyway, he was a ex-boyfriend. Huh? Kathy and George. They weren't even together last year. They'd broken up like six months earlier or something. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And she acts all heartbroken now. Oh come on, they were together for years. It doesn't matter if they're broken up. His death is still going to be well... It's not going to be easy for her either way, is it? I don't know. What's that supposed to mean? She just acted like she hated him last year. Don't you remember? Well, now you mention it, I guess. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. She was so mad at him. She couldn't stand to be around him. There were several times I actually thought she was going to kill him. Maybe she did. Mark? Okay, okay. I'm shutting up. The thought never occurred to you? What thought? That maybe George's death wasn't an accident. No. Yeah, well. Just my imagination getting carried away again, I suppose. Thank you for the apology. I'll see you in the morning, I guess. Yeah. See you in the morning. Is everyone else still in bed? No. Michael and Kathy went on without us. <laughs> How charming. Do you want coffee? Yes, please. Well, you're prepared. I've got five layers of thermals on under here. Not taking any chances after last year. Nearly froze me tits off. Oh, is that what happened? I thought you'd just lost weight. <laughs> Hilarious. Is that coffee I smell? Here, just enough for one more cup. No Kathy and Michael this morning? They went on ahead. Rude. Did you guys see the snow last night? No. It was so heavy, I could barely see more than a couple feet out of the window. Seems to have calmed down though, thankfully. Hopefully it stays like this or don't think we'll actually get much skiing in. We should hurry up and get up there then, in case it starts again later. I'll go get ready. Please do. I feel overdressed. I wondered how long you were going to stay out there for. Well, I didn't have much choice. What do you mean? They're shutting the slopes down for the day. Expecting a big storm or something later. Oh, well, that makes sense. I was a little surprised when they opened this morning. Did you see the snow last night? No. Honestly, it was the heaviest snowfall I've ever seen. I figured we'd wake up and find the slopes are closed and end up spending our Christmas here. Or worse, down in the cabin, snowed in. Well, I don't think it was too bad out there. Not unsafe or anything. No, no, it wasn't too bad. Eye of the storm, maybe. <laughs> well, that sounds ominous. I guess the others will be on their way soon, then. Guess we should wait for them. Especially when we ran out this morning. They're adults. They can find their own way back to the cabin. If we leave now, we might miss the snow and get back dry and warm. Well, not warm, but dry at least. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, give me five minutes to finish my drink and we'll head down. Oh, do you want anything? No, I'm fine. Shirley! Andy, hey. I couldn't even see you there. Crazy busy in here. Yeah, I guess you heard about them closing the slopes. I guess everyone had the same thought. At the bar? Exactly. Where's Mark? Wasn't he with you? No, 
You haven't seen him? No, not for a while now. Me neither. I assumed he must have found you. Ugh, maybe he's with Kathy and Michael. Not that I have any clue where they are. Maybe they're all back at the cabin. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably where we should be too, to be honest. The snow will be starting soon. True. Though one drink can't hurt, right? <laughs> not if you can fight your way to the bar. Looks like we're the first back. The three of them are probably in the bar getting smashed. They'll regret it later when they're trying to drunkenly navigate their way back through the snow. That's all I'm saying. Mind you, a mulled wine doesn't sound too bad. You want one? Oh, do we have any? No, but I can make some. Oh, well, aren't you handy to have around the cabin? I try to make myself useful. Oh, God. I'm already aching. Yeah, me too. Feel better though. I think the exercise had done me good, cleared my head. That actually feels like Christmas at last. I could give a few carols a go on the piano, but I can't promise it'll sound as good as Shirley. Do you play? Nope, not once in my life. But you've got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> oh, flawless. Yeah, yeah, very funny. I, I took a few lessons as a kid, but that was it. And I haven't played since then. So it wouldn't sound so bad if Shirley hadn't set the bar so high. Little more practice and you'll be a pro, and the two of you can make an album together. Oh, spare me. I don't understand the kind of music that comes out of that girl's mind. Yeah, I don't think George got it half the time either. <laughs> you know, he didn't write a single song since they went their own ways. Really? Well, he tried. I, I, I don't think it was a lack of inspiration. He played me a few bits he was working on. He, he just... Never seemed to have the motivation to actually pull it all together into a complete song. That was always what Shirley did, you know. She was their producer. What? You think he didn't know how to do that himself? No, no, I think he knew. I just... well, I don't know. I think he lost some of his passion. I think the whole thing hurt him more than he let on. He loved working with Shirley, and he never set out to do the whole solo thing. I think his whole relationship to the music changed when she... When she pushed him out? Well, I don't know that that's what she did. She kept the name, though, didn't she? <laughs> All right, this'll do. Normally I'd leave it to simmer for a bit, let the flavour settle in, but I could use a hot drink. Don't know about you. Well, it is pretty cold. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the first time George and I came out here? No, I don't think so. It was years ago now, and it was just two of us, so we ended up in the bar all night. It wasn't anything like this, the weather was totally still, like everything was frozen and the sky was completely clear. And then one of the people we were talking to said the weirdest thing. Good night for a murder. <clears throat> Good night for a murder? Yeah, odd turn of phrase, isn't it, right? He said... Clear weather on Christmas is always good news for someone looking to commit a murder, because it's only when it snows that the Shah Frick the Beast comes out. <laughs> so the, the, the what now? <laughs> some old legend from around this area. Apparently it's some big hairy creature that lives out in the snow. <laughs> like a yeti? I don't know, I suppose so. Do yetis eat people? Well, I have no idea. I've never yet met, sorry, met, met a yeti. So what's in this wine? <laughs> you want another glass? <laughs> Why not? Oh, so what's so special about this Shah Frichter thing? <laughs> Why does it only come out in the snow? I don't know. Maybe it's a camouflage thing or maybe it just likes the cold. What does it mean that it's a good time to commit a murder? Well, apparently this monster, this thing, feasts on humans. But it can't hurt an innocent person. 
Can't hurt a person who's never killed. Ah, but if you have killed someone... Dinner time. What? So if it snows on Christmas Day... Then it's a sign that the Schaflichternacht is coming. <laughs> the beast is on the prowl, and anyone who's ever held murder in their hearts won't make it till dawn. Well, that's gruesome, and definitely a bunch of crap. Oh, you think so? Well, yeah. How can it not be? Oh, why are you telling me this, anyway? Oh, yeah. Earlier, you know when they came and told us all they were going to close the slopes? Mm. They told us about the storm that's coming, and I swear to God, this one guy looked absolutely terrified. Like, out of his mind terrified. It made me think of that legend. I bet he believed it. Probably worried he was going to get dragged away by the Yeti. Well, some people believe in stuff like that. People are still chasing Bigfoot. But wait, even if he believed in monsters, he'd still be safe, right? Unless... Well, unless he killed someone, I suppose. Oh, yeah. I didn't really think of that. I guess he's got a guilty conscience. Oh, what, you think there's a murderer walking among us? A killer skulking around the ski village. <laughs> okay, well, you've definitely taken it too far, and now I know you're pulling my leg. <sighs> Swear to God I'm not. I'm serious. <laughs> Whatever you say. <sighs> oh, God, look. What? The snow. It's really coming down, and it's going to be dark soon. Yeah, it's definitely getting heavier. I guess Schafrichternacht is upon us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think it's going to calm down. Won't be a surprise if we're completely snowed in tomorrow. Hi, by the way. Hi. There's mulled wine in the kitchen if you want any. That sounds amazing, actually. Shirley, you want one? No, thanks. I'm getting a bit of a headache. Is Mark in his room? Mark? No, he's not here. We thought he was with you. Are you serious? What? What's wrong? We don't know where he is. Neither of us have seen him in hours. We assumed he was with you. Have you seen him at all? No, I haven't seen him. Uh, Michael? Sorry, no. We need to go out and look for him. It'll be dark within an hour. What if he's lost out there somewhere? Look, if you think he's actually lost or he's had an accident or something... What? You think he's hurt? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you think something serious has happened to him or if you think he's out there, lost or stranded then you need to call the office and let them know. They know how to deal with stuff like this. They'll be able to put out a search party together in the morning. In the morning? You can't expect them to send anyone out there now. Look at it. And it's only going to get worse. They're not going to send anyone out to search until it's fully safe to do so. Well, if it's not safe out there for a search party, then it's not safe for Mark, is it? Okay, let's calm down. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Nothing's happened to suggest Mark is actually in any trouble. He's probably fine. How about we go out and search while it's still light enough, and if we don't find any trace of him in the next hour, we'll call the office and let them know. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Okay, let's get going. We're against the clock. Are you guys coming? Are you serious? No, I'm not. It's freezing out there. The visibility is next to nothing, and it's only going to get worse. I'm staying inside. Seriously? Our friend's out there. I'm sorry, I just don't think it's a good idea. <sighs> Kathy? <sighs> sorry, Cheryl. I, I think Michael's right. We'll see you in a bit. Good luck. <sighs> more wine? Really? What? No, I don't want more wine. Suit yourself. Where else do we even look? Let's walk up to the cafeteria. Maybe he went there and saw the snow, didn't want to brave a walk to the cabin. It's worth a try. And if he's not there? It's almost dark. If he's not there... Then we're just going to have to go back to the cabin and call the office and... Report him missing? 
let's hope it doesn't come to that. Come on, let's get moving. <laughs> Michael, it's Christmas, the Lord's Day. Please stop. That bad? Oh, it sounds like you've got a vendetta against the inventor of the piano. Whoa, okay, noted. <laughs> What's important is that you tried. Thanks. <sighs> what time is it? Uh, oh, I don't know. My watch has stopped. Oh, it's already dark. Yeah, it is. Do you think they're okay? Maybe we were wrong. We we should have gone to help them. What? Not a chance. Have you seen it out there? Well, it's, it's only going to get worse. And maybe if we'd all gone... Well, it's too late now. No, it isn't. Maybe we should go and see if we can find Auntie and Shirley. What if they're struggling to find their way back to the cabin? Well, if they are, what makes you think we'd be able to find our way back? Honestly, you're worrying over nothing. You don't really believe that. If you did, you wouldn't be so hesitant to go. Right, I'll call the office. Ah, oh, great. What is it? Phones are out. Oh, what, what, what are we going to do? <sighs> okay, how about this? I'll go up to the office and see if they're there, and if they're not, I'll let the staff know what's going on and they can sort it out. What, are you sure you can find the office? I'm sure it's only a short walk away. That's probably where Andy and Shirley are right now, anyway. I'll, I'll come with you. No, there's no point in both of us going. You stay here, keep warm, and hopefully I'll be back in half an hour. Maybe an hour. Well, don't be too long. I wasn't planning on it. Oh my god, I can't see a thing. That was a strong wind. Here, sit down. You're freezing. What what happened? It got so bad, we couldn't see where we were going. I tried to find her, but I couldn't. It's like she was just gone. It's okay. It's it's okay. Michael's gone to find the office, let them know what's happening, and, and they'll come and help. They'll never find the office. And there's... There's more. You need to calm down. It's, it's going to be fine. Just relax. Try to get warm. No, Cathy, you're not listening to me. There's... There's something out there. Something out there? What do you mean there's something out there? Out there, in the storm. There's a... There's a... Well, I don't know what it is. I was searching for Shirley and I could barely see anything. And then... And then... And then what? And then I saw it. Saw what, Andy? What did you see? I could hardly see it through the snow. It was just a shape. I thought it was an animal. It looked like a bear. But it couldn't have been. It was too big. And then... And then he stood up, on his hind legs, but not like a bear does, like a, like a person. And its head turned, turned to face me, to look at me. And I could see its eyes, even through the snow. I could see its eyes because they glowed. They glowed bright red, and they just stared at me. Oh God, I've lost my mind. The Scharfrichter beast. What? I, I don't think you've lost your mind. You believe me? Stay there. I'm, I'm going to get you a warm drink. 
I'm going to get us both a warm drink. Make it strong. That's the idea. I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to say. I don't even know what to think. I don't know if I can trust my own eyes. My own memories. It can't have. But I was sure that I... Ugh. Michael told me this story. It, not a story, really. A legend. Something the locals believe, or maybe not believe, but something they tell. What are you talking about? It's about this creature. This monster. It's called the Scharfrichter Beast, and it's this big, hairy creature that lives in the snow, and... Well, it sounds exactly like what you've just described to me. <laughs> you, you believe me? <laughs> and you believe that story? I believe that you believe it. And the story? No. No. Not really. I don't think so. I just thought that maybe you've heard it before. Maybe you heard someone tell that story last year and it stuck in your head and then you were out in the cold under all that pressure, lost and, and scared and and your mind conjured it up. The Shah... The Shah... The Shah Frichter Beast. I'm sorry. I've never heard of it. But you must have. They say the creature only comes out when it snows, or only on Christmas Day, I, I don't know, I can't remember, but when it comes out, it feeds on humans. It can only hurt humans who have killed someone. If you've never killed someone, it can't touch you. Does that ring any bells? I'm, I'm sorry, but no, it doesn't. I can't even think. Oh God, it must have been more than an hour now since Michael left. He should be back by now. So this thing, this... Shaf Frichter Beast. It kills people who've murdered someone. Yes. Murdered or, or just killed, I, I think. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if manslaughter counts. I'm not sure there's really that much lore around it. it it's just a story. A, a folk tale. It's no different to werewolves or vampires or ghostly black dogs wandering around the Scottish Highlands. The difference is I've never seen a werewolf or a vampire. And again, granted, I've never been to the Scottish Highland. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm just shaken up, I guess. No, there's something else. There's something you're not saying. What is it? I need another drink. Did you never think it was strange? Think what was strange? George's death. What are you talking about? No. God, no. No, I didn't find it strange. It, it was... it was an accident. It was a stupid accident. Andy. Andy, talk to me. You can't just drop something like that into the conversation and then go silent. What are you trying to say, exactly? You don't think it was an accident? It's just a little odd, don't you think? I mean, George and Michael have been coming here for years. A, a decade, probably. How many hours have they spent skiing? Not just skiing, but skiing down those slopes. They must have known them like the back of their hands. Yes, but that doesn't make a difference. Experienced skiers have accidents all the time. It, it can be anything. The wrong wind, a momentary lapse in judgement. People race cars for 20 years and then out of the blue they crash. It happens. Maybe. Or maybe not. If you don't think it was an accident... What exactly are you suggesting it is? 
What if... God. What if Shirley made a pass at George and he turned her down? What? Well, with you and him broken up, maybe she decided to make a move, but it didn't go the way she'd hoped. Uh, slow down. What are you talking about? Why would she make a move on George? <laughs> she always had a thing for him. Everyone knew it. What about Mark? I, I thought him and Shirley... Whatever happened, it was just a rebound. She had it bad for George, even when the two of you were together. But then, last year, with you guys broken up... Are you saying she did something to George? I don't know if she meant to. Maybe it was an accident. Oh God, listen to what you're saying. I know, it sounds crazy. It sounds like you've had a shock and you don't know what you're saying. No, no, it's, it's not that. I've thought this for a while. Then why are you bringing it up now? That story, the Shafrik to Beast, you said, you said, it preyed on humans, but only those who... Only those who killed <sighs> Michael, what happened? I couldn't find the main office. I couldn't find anything. The snow is too thick. It's like nothing I've ever seen. So I turned around and tried to find my way back, but I couldn't. And I found... I found this. It's Shirley's. Is that... Blood. But she was wearing this when she left. With him. What did you do? What did I do? What's that supposed to mean? Did you do something to Shirley? Michael. Michael, Michael, calm down. Andy and Shirley got separated, that's all. And was she bleeding before or after you got split up? What exactly are you accusing me? You know exactly what I'm accusing Michael, you of. Michael, stop it. Anything could have happened. She could have cut herself. This uh, is a lot of blood. She could have had an accident or... Or it could have been the... The what? Andy, tell him. No. Tell me what? Clearly he's already made up his mind. What are the two of you talking about? Andy saw it. Saw what? The Shah Richter beast. Oh, this is not a good time for jokes. It's not a joke. He saw it after he and Shirley got separated. <laughs> you expect me to believe that? Andy, did you tell her that? <laughs> you did? And you believed him? No. No, no, no. I, I didn't say that. I just mean... Oh, you should have seen him when he got back. He was so panicked and... Doesn't look very panicked right now, does he? Don't talk about me like I'm not even in the room. So you and Shirley get mysteriously separated, and you come back with some cock and bull story where you're the victim? Convenient. You can believe what you want to believe. Is the phone still out? Yeah, why? So we can call the police. Michael, slow down. You can't really be... I mean... You're accusing Andy of murder. Think about what you're saying. Oh, I have. I've thought about it a lot. And I've wondered for a while. Wondered what? Wondered whether it was true. Whether George's death was really an accident. Or whether there was someone who wanted to get rid of him. Did you do something to my brother? No. Will you both just stop for five minutes? Jesus Christ. Yes, two people are missing and that is fucking terrifying if I'm honest. But the two of you are losing your fucking minds. No, I'm not. Shut I'm... up. I think I'm thinking more clearly Shh. than... Did you just shush me? Yes. Sit down. What? Sit. Down. Okay. Okay. I know this is scary. The whole thing is. This storm, not knowing where Mark and Shirley are. And let's face it, we've all been on edge since we got here. I mean, on paper, this trip sounded nice. A good way to pay our respects. But after last Christmas, we're all changed. 
even if we don't want to admit it. We all lost someone that day. Michael, you lost a brother. Andy, you lost a friend. A roommate. You're both hurt and you're lashing out, saying things that you wouldn't normally say, thinking things that under normal circumstances you wouldn't even contemplate. Accusing people of murder, for Christ's sake. Michael, why would Andy want to hurt George? We all know they didn't get along, hadn't for a while. Neither of you would talk about it, but it was obvious you weren't even on speaking terms anymore. And George told me you were going to move out. What could have been so bad? Nothing! It was nothing. Nothing big, anyway. It was little stuff. He wasn't easy to live with, you know. He didn't pull his weight, I had to do everything. I even paid his rent, several times. But he didn't put in the effort to do anything about it. He just became more... withdrawn. He just... We drifted apart and it just wasn't working anymore. It doesn't mean I wanted him dead. You're not the only one who's questioned what happened that night. What do you mean? Shirley, do you know she had a thing for George? What? No, she didn't. <laughs> you must be blind. That doesn't make any sense. She's the one who broke up the band. She's the one who drove a wedge between them. No, that was George. That was all George. Shirley was desperate to get the band back together, to get him back in her life. But I don't think it worked. So you think she did something to him? I wondered. But no. No, I don't. Because it doesn't make sense. I think I just let my imagination run away with me. Yeah, I... I think I might have done the same. We have to go back out there. <laughs> what?! Are you crazy?! We don't have a choice. The phones are down, but we need to find someone. We need to get help. The jacket. I mean, that's a lot of blood. Wherever Shirley is, she's not okay. We need to get her help. Report this to... Kathy? What's wrong? The jacket. Please tell me I'm losing my mind as well. Look. The blood? No. Here. Look. Look here. This hole. And here, another one. And here. What do these look like to you? Say it. They look like stab wounds. Don't look at me like that. What happened out there, Andy? I'm warning you, shut your mouth now. Oh, what? What are you going to do? Stop. Look, we don't know enough to start throwing accusations around again. What about Mark? We don't even know where Mark is. Maybe he killed him, too. <laughs> oh, yeah? And where were you? What? Well, you didn't make it to the main office, did you? But you were out there for a long time, by yourself. And it's a bit odd that in such a big place you just stumble across Shirley's jacket. How do we know you didn't just stab her to death yourself? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. She was desperate to find Mark. Maybe you couldn't have that. Maybe you knew full well that Mark would never be found alive, but knowing the storm was going to keep you trapped here, you needed to make sure fingers weren't pointed at you. You needed to make sure Mark's body wasn't found. You needed to stop Shirley. Shut her up. You're talking absolute crap. I had no reason to hurt either of them. And even if I did, I couldn't have. I've been with Kathy all day. That's true. The only time we've been apart is when he went out to find the office. The only time? Yes. Well, actually, no. I went back to the bar, remember? But you stayed out on the slopes for a while, probably an hour. And we met up after. When was this? This afternoon? Two, maybe? Or half two, something like that. 
The last time anyone saw Mark was around one o'clock. Oh, this is ridiculous. Don't you see what he's trying to do? He's been caught red-handed and he's trying to sow doubt. Get the spotlight off him. <laughs> Spoken like someone who truly understands the psychology of a killer. Oh, what now? Complete power out. Do you think it'll come back on? I wouldn't count on it. Depends on where the problem is. If they have to send someone out in the snow to fix it, I don't see how they can do that. Might be off until morning. Or until the storm clears. Where are you going? My bedroom. I've got a flashlight and a little camping kit, so we can use a fire to boil water or cook some food or something. We have to do something. What? We have to get help or... I don't know, but we've got to do something. Who knows what he's hiding up there? Well, you can't think. He's already killed two people, maybe three. You think he won't kill us to keep that secret? <sighs> Do these doors have locks? No, they have bolts, but they're on the inside. There's no way to lock them from the outside. Can we use a chair under the handle or something? No, the door opens inwards. Michael, you can't really think. Go into the kitchen and grab a knife. What? You need something to defend yourself. Andy? Are you okay in there? Andy? Be careful. Andy? Oh, he ran. Oh my god, you were right. What are you doing? We have to stop him. Are you mad? You can't go out there. <laughs> We have to. We have to find him. Why? It's not like he can go anywhere. But what if he hurts someone else? We have to do something. Come on! Kathy! <laughs> Kathy! I didn't do it, Kathy. I didn't do any of it. Don't bother, Andy. It's him. Can't you see that? It's Michael. Andy. Andy. I ran away because I wanted to get help. 
I thought if we were trapped in there all night, trapped with Andy, him. there's something behind you! He wasn't crazy. It's back. D- do you see it? I see it. Andy! Andy, you need to get up! Get up! No. Please. Oh, God. Please, no. I didn't... I never... Andy! Here. I thought I was going to die. I know, but you... But you didn't. It... It let me live. Come on. Quickly, we need to get inside. Oh, I think I can see the cabin up ahead. Yes, there it is. Come on. You found him. Michael. Michael, he was right. I saw it. The Sharfrichter beast. Kathy, calm down. You're not listening. I saw it. It's real. It attacked Andy. Or at least it was going to, but it didn't. It didn't? No. Don't you see? It can only hurt people who have killed someone. But it couldn't hurt Andy. He didn't do it, Michael. He didn't hurt Shirley. He didn't hurt Mark. Yes. I know. What the fuck? Oh my god. What are you doing? You... You stabbed me. Andy was right. It was you. Andy. Andy. Shirley, are they... Both dead. I wouldn't bother. I moved all the knives. Oh, what are you going to do? Fork me to death? You're crazy! Hmm. It's a thought. But no, I don't think so. You're a fucking murderer. Yes, I suppose I am. Why would you do, why would you do any of this? Why would you kill Shirley, Mark, your own brother? My brother? I didn't kill my brother. But, but, you mean to say Shirley? Is that why you killed her? Out of options, it's the only answer. I'm sorry. George? Is this... George's suicide note. He wasn't murdered. Oh, he was murdered all right. Mark, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I think. Took a bit of a tumble, but I'm okay. You want to be more careful. There's a big drop around here. That's why you're not supposed to veer off the track. Yeah, well, I I didn't mean to. And neither did George. What do you mean? Oh, didn't I mention? This is where George died. Oh. You guys came here so often, I'm surprised you didn't know the place at the back of your hand. Wouldn't you know to avoid this area? Yes, you would think so, wouldn't you? But that's just the thing. He knew this area was dangerous, and he decided to come out here anyway. What? Why? He came here because he wanted to die. He came here alone, and he threw himself from that ledge, right there. You mean... He killed himself? But... Why? I didn't know 
He... I mean, he never said anything. No, but then, when would he? The two of you didn't really speak anymore, did you? No, not really. Last Christmas was the first time we'd saw each other in... I don't even know how long. It had been a while. Exactly. You used to be his best friend and then you just stopped talking to him. Well, we hadn't been best friends in a very long time. Exactly. He needed help and where were you? I was right here. I was here. If he felt like he couldn't talk to me... If he felt like he couldn't talk to you, it's because you abandoned him. He needed help. He needed support. He needed his best friend and you were nowhere to be seen. You practically pushed him from that ledge yourself. But that's going a bit far. First of all, no one was responsible for what George might have done to himself. But besides, it's not my fault we didn't talk anymore. I miss having him as a friend. Why do you think I was here in the first place? But he was never interested. Every time I reached out, I was lucky to get anything back. He was the one who let us drift apart. He's the one who wasn't interested in being friends anymore. And, Michael, he's the one who chose to jump off that cliff. What? What are you? Stop! Get up! Get up! So, what, you blame Mark for his death just because they drifted apart as friends? That's nonsense. George has plenty of friends. You can't lay blame at one person's feet. Oh, I don't. You all played your part. Hello? Andy, is that you? Andy? Hello, Shirley. Oh, Michael, is that you? I didn't think that you guys were coming to help. Where's Kathy? Kathy didn't come. It's just me. Where's Andy? I don't know. I can't find him. Well, that's unfortunate. I guess we're all alone out here. I think we should try and find our way back to the cabin. No, I don't think that's necessary. What are you doing? You're disgusting. Drinking, laughing, cracking jokes, playing the piano like everything's fine, like it's not the anniversary of my brother's murder. You knew how much it meant to him, music, and still you dumped him, put your own career first and went solo. And who cares what happened to George, right? You're crazy! Please! I didn't do anything. He's the one who broke us up. He didn't want to be in the band anymore. I didn't... What did Andy ever do? You heard him yourself. Blaming George for everything. Planning to move out, leave him on his own. Doesn't sound like a very supportive friend, does it? No. No, he abandoned my brother just like the rest of you did. No one abandoned him. He pulled away from Mark. He pulled away from Shirley. He pulled away from Andy. You can't put the blame on anyone else here. What next? You're going to tell me he's the one who dumped you? You were actually the victim in all this? No! 
He was a dick, thoughtless and immature, and he never thought about the future, never even really knew what he wanted out of life. So yeah, I dumped his ass, and I'm glad I did, but that doesn't make me culpable. Like hell it doesn't. And where the hell were you, huh? You were here last Christmas too. He didn't come to you though, did he? Don't you think some of the blame lies on your shoulders? Shouldn't you pay for this too? Oh, I'm as much to blame as any of you. I didn't look out for him. I didn't notice that anything was wrong, didn't see the signs, and I should have, but I didn't. And instead of being a brother, instead of looking after him, I sat here all night drinking, singing, partying, while my brother was out there in the cold, dead, or dying. We don't even know that, do we? Did he die instantly, or did he die slowly? Did he lay there in the freezing cold, conscious and wondering whether he made a mistake? Could he move? Cry for help? How long was he there for? Was he awake all night? Yes. This is on me as much as it is anyone else, and I absolutely deserve to pay for that. And I will, believe me. I don't anticipate either of us will make it out of here alive. <sighs> Part. I really had you believing that Andy had killed them all. Is that a testament to my acting skills? Or are you just that gullible? Merry Christmas, Kathy. Happy New Year, Michael! How did you...? Found your hiding place. Yes, go on then. See how you survive out there all night. You'll freeze to death. How do you fancy your chances? Better than yours. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Do you even believe it? That story you told me. What story? About the Shah Fritzer beast. Of course I don't believe it. It's a stupid folk tale told to scare people. There's no magical creature bringing justice to this world. That's why we have to take it into our own hands. Enact our justice. That's what you're doing, is it? Enacting justice. Someone's got to. The thing is, Michael, the thing is, the story's true. I saw it with my own two eyes, and so did Andy. It had him. It had him right there. It could have killed him. But it didn't. It left him. Because he wasn't a murderer. It's bullshit. The whole story. See, I don't think it is. I think it's out there, that creature. Hunting. I think it's hungry. Wanna try your luck out there, Michael? I don't believe a word of that nonsense. Oh yeah? Well then. Come and get me.
Who's there? Who's there? Who is that? Who's there? Show yourself. I'm armed. Come on then, you ugly bastard. Guten Schaffrick der Nacht. We found you out in the storm. You were in pretty bad shape, but we've taken good care of you. My friend. Yeah. The police will want to talk. I'm afraid we found a body in your cabin. Andy. Only one body. There, there was another man there, Michael Ridgely. He's, he's the one who killed everyone. There was no body, but... Please tell me. There was a lot of blood. And tissue? We don't know what happened to him yet. We haven't actually identified the body yet. Not formally, but whomever it is. There's not a lot left of him. My friends Shirley and Mark... We found Shirley in the morning after the storm. She... Please, I want to know. She'd been stabbed. Seven times. Oh, God. And Mark? Mark! He is in pretty bad shape. We don't expect him to regain consciousness anytime soon. But he is stable. Does that mean... He's going to live? Well, we can't guarantee anything. But we're pretty optimistic at this moment. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, I'll leave you. Let you get some rest. If you need anything, pull that cord. Someone will be right in. Thank you. God. He's gone, Mark. It got him. The Scharfrichter beast got him. It's over. It's finally over.
Last Christmas starred Molly Pipe as Kathy, Cal Reed as Michael, Levi Gee as Andy, Laura Black as Shirley, John Ashmore as Mark, and Drew Sinclair as the Doctor. It was written and directed by Brett Barnett, that's me, produced by Stacey McKenzie, and featured music by Ostrich Bay. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying Quietly Yours, be sure to subscribe on your podcast app of choice. You can also sign up to support the show at patreon.com slash quietlyyours, where you can find exclusive rewards like early releases, bonus stories, and behind-the-scenes content. If you're an Apple Podcast user, you can also support the show by subscribing right here in the podcast's app. You can find all our episodes on our website, daffodillies.co.uk slash quietlyyours. That's D-A-F-F-A-D-I-L-L-I-E-S dot co dot uk slash quietly yours and if you'd like to get in touch you can find us all over social media our handle everywhere is quietly podcast or you can reach us via email at quietly yours at daffodillies.co.uk until next time i am quietly yours and you are quietly mine Quietly Yours is a Daffodilies production.